today. Dr. Seuss is officially canceled. Another accuser of Andrew Cuomo comes forward and Governor Abbott has a huge announcement for Texas. We've got a lot coming up and it starts right now. Welcome to the News and Why It Matters. I am Sarah Gonzalez, and this is not mustard on my sweater. It's just my sweater. Uh, joined today by Elijah Schaefer, host of Slightly Offensive, found here on uh, Blaze TV. Excited, too, because of the announcement we're going to talk about. Yes. I can breathe for the first time. Yes. Who knew oxygen was so refreshing? Since they've been gone. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, also joined by no stranger to the show, Justin Haskins. Uh, it is always a pleasure to have you here as well. Yeah, it's great to be where, with you. Tell me, remind me again where you live. Oh my God, I live all over the place. Right now I'm in North Carolina. <laughs> That's why I said remind yeah. me again where you live. Yeah, right okay. now North Carolina, before that Boston, before that North Carolina, before that Chicago it's a are long you CIA story. or something? Are we, is the reason why we're not saying what, what, not what, what, what you do with your life? Or are we, is the reason why we're not saying that? <laughs> no, like, Justin, he's from the, Heart, the Heartland Institute. I am. Oh, okay, because it's like, yeah, we just don't talk about what he does. <laughs> okay. Well, yesterday we had Caleb Bonham on, and, um, and he was like, I mean, you know, I'm a political commentator, but, like, I'm just a, an average person. And I was just like, we just found this guy off the street. <laughs> well, you told me that if I'm going to get arrested by the FBI, you want it to be on this show. So I'm always on edge now going, is this a setup? <laughs> Well, I'm just waiting. Well, Elijah, that's for a later segment when everyone is watching the program. Uh, so Dr. Seuss, Dr. Seuss Enterprises, uh, which is the company charged with preserving the late author's legacy. So they are, of course, in charge of all of his books now. They announced this week that they will cease publication for six Dr. Seuss books. We saw this coming last week. We talked about it. And here it is. So the books are including... And to think that I saw it on Mulberry Street and if I ran the zoo, of course, this is because of <laughs> I can't get it out without laughing. racist and white supremacist imagery. I mean, isn't that what it always comes down to, you guys? Uh, it also includes M McElliott's Pool, On Beyond Zebra, Scrambled Eggs Super, and The Cat's Quizzer. I, I don't like I'm a big Dr. Seuss fan and I don't even have... I, th I think I have If I Ran a Zoo. I don't have the other ones. So I think these are very obscure books, which, by the way, I can't wait to hear your thoughts on this, gentlemen. But I, I would love to know who the hell has the time on their hands to sift through every Dr. Seuss book and count the number of characters total versus the number of characters who they think have racial overtones. Because that's actually what happened, as we talked about last week. Uh, there was someone who was like, well, there are 2,293 characters in all Dr. Seuss books, and only 45 represent uh, POCs. But of those 45, 43 are actually very, very stereotype you know, racist uh, identities that are very offensive. Isn't like, there a talking cat in one of these? And there, aren't there green <laughs> eggs and hair? They're monsters! I mean, like, you know, <laughs> the stupidity here, I'll say this. What time in history have the people that banned speech and burned books ever been good people or the good guys? Yeah. Never before. So I can already tell you who's on the wrong side of history. But also, like, these books are sort of transcendent of being on some sort of an acid trip. Like, if there's anything controversial, it's that it, like, makes kids want to do drugs. You're like, hey, kids, you want, you want to see Dr. Seuss in real life use illegal substances? But it's like, other than that, you to have a problem with this, but also for a company to go this direction, when you're entrusted with keeping something safe and keeping something in society, I can understand if you'd say, hey, 
you know, maybe you don't want to distribute it naturally or whatever, but you're saying, we are going to make sure people cannot access these books from the original author because today we don't like them. And you're like, these books don't even make sense in the first place. <laughs> nobody's not only getting not racist <laughs> undertones, nobody's learning anything besides just yeah. how to read. It's mm -hmm. teaching kids to read and to enjoy literature. And it's like, what six-year-old looks at you know, a, a Dr. Seuss books and things. Wow, this is really disparaging towards the African American <laughs> yeah. community. Yeah, yeah it's, it's almost as though, you know, they, they, you, you're afraid that your kid reads Cat in the Hat and then they're going to grow up to become the, you know, the, the head of the Ku Klux Klan right, or something like dragon. that. Right, right yeah, the Grand hat, Dragon. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, does anyone really think that this is going to happen? Has anyone in history ever one time been radicalized by Dr. Seuss? It's, they're treating this like they're watching videos of like the Ayatollah Khomeini, you know, <laughs> radicalizing people to become Islamic terrorists. It's Dr. freaking Seuss. Yeah. Nobody is, if you walked down the street five days ago and said to people, or maybe two weeks ago, and said, you know, Dr. Seuss was one of the most woke people ever. He was fantastic. Everyone would believe you. Yeah. It's only just now that everyone all of a sudden thinks he's a horrible racist and we have to cancel him. Why are they doing this? The only explanation for it is they want to keep this narrative constantly going that there's racism behind every corner. Behind every, look under any rock, there's a racist looming, just waiting to snatch your kids away and turn them into little KKK members. That's clearly what's going on here. And it is just so incredibly disturbing. Even Dr. Seuss, if Dr. Seuss can be canceled, Literally anybody can be canceled. I mean, and that is kind of the scary part of this, is that, mm -hmm. I mean, if they're coming for Dr. Seuss, who will they not come for? Well, I have to say a PSA to parents, if you see your kids reading children's literature, maybe signs that they are dabbling in the alt-right. That is actually, it's like, that's where we're, that's where we're at, right? I mean, but just a few weeks ago, this was the idea, I was reading articles, like if you see your kids talk about trading Bitcoin and uh, GameStop stocks, that they might be getting into white supremacy. Shut you know, up. No, I'm not joking. And I remember I was like, I put up like pictures of the stock market, and I was like, signs your kids may be a white supremacist, you know, like they're trading stocks. Yeah. It's, it's so, foolish and stupid like you know what is you know what it's like the only offense about dr seuss is like when i was his name uh that guy the actor who played cat in the hat he's he was creepy uh but but that was, was a fence yeah mike mike myers which is was was horrible but i will just say when you look at this and you understand where we're heading at as a culture this is on a serious note a warning sign to anyone watching this right now of number one, buy hard books. Order right now those Dr. Seuss books. Don't let the companies yeah. control the speech that's out there. Make sure that your kids know what's really going on in the world and always buy these things up. But also remember that this is why they're pushing us into a digitized age, right? Where we rent these apartments and we lease our cars and we pay for subscription services yeah. for our music is because if we don't own anything and we don't have anything physical, they can alter reality without any resistance. Yeah. And that's the ultimate goal. And they're doing it successfully. And it, it, it should scare you. That's all I'm gonna say, it should scare you. If they can ban Dr. Seuss or cancel that, it's not very long until they come for the Bible, until they start coming for other things and saying, we can't have that book of the Bible. Romans can't be published anymore in the Bible. And I mean, people say that I'm fear-mongering, maybe, but I mean, can you blame me?
Yeah. Oh, the, 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 there's there's more troublesome, problematic things in the Bible than there is in Dr. Seuss. That's fair. I mean, if you're if you're gonna yes. if you're looking for mm -hmm. anything if that you, you don't want, if you don't want to allow for context. Yeah, ex right? well, absolutely right. I mean, I'm a Bible believing Christian, so I don't have a problem with it. Right. But if you think that this is all just hate speech mythology, then why wouldn't you try to buy in the Bible if you're gonna ban Dr. Seuss? Yeah. I mean, clearly this is sending the wrong message to kids. That would be what so many of these people already think. So absolutely, in the digital station thing that is so important think about how easy it is i mean dr seuss kind of hard to cancel because everyone has it in hard copy there's hard copies everywhere of dr seuss it's super easy to cancel the vast majority of books that are put out there today because we're not buying hard copies of them mm -hmm. anymore especially things that don't have illustrations and stuff like that in it and it, how easy can you just cancel? amazon's a, doing it yeah amazon's doing blocking it. a lot of books yeah, yeah it's yeah. a couple clicks of a button and that's like that book never existed or they can alter it and take things out of it or do things like that so i mean this is the future it's not even the future it's what we're dealing with right now and if we don't start reversing course this is going to become reality for us real quick. And it's only going to get worse from here. Well, I mean, I, I think it's important that we talk about the issue of white supremacy and how anyone who has previously supported Dr. Seuss books uh, in America are, in <laughs> fact, white supremacists. Uh, by the way, President Biden has erased Dr. Seuss from Read Across America Day. They have a proclamation that they give out the White House, and he erased Dr. Seuss from that. But interestingly enough, uh, it was also Vice President Biden and uh, President Barack Obama who uh, both have honored Dr. Seuss, as, along with uh, this lovely woman right here, very sculpted arms, Michelle Obama, uh, who is pictured here with Dr. Seuss. I believe she has a tool that she is using in her hands, a Dr. Seuss book that she is using to indoctrinate, this off the to indoctrinate these kids with the hats. I can't handle right? this. So they're going to feel very, very comfortable <laughs> when they put on their KKK hat because they've already got yeah. the Dr. Seuss hat on. This is, Here she is again. This is not High-fiving these, these kids that she's indoctrinating <laughs> into the white supremacy uh, life. Yeah, and this was to be a family-friendly show. I'm, and you would I'm, put a it. picture of Mikael up on there. the screen. And, and <laughs> you know, and, and you know, yeah, very broad-shouldered, beautiful woman. And I will Arms. say, it's, uh, yeah, really good at rowing kayaks and stuff. You saw that, remember, when M Michelle was actually the one doing all the rowing and, yes. and Barack yeah, was just Barack. sitting in the back. I mean, realistically, it's a very strong person, and I, I would like to, you know, salute her, her for uh, making sure we're all healthy in our schools, too. But, like, I mean, when you think about this and you think about how far we've come, right? We went from we needed a black president who's half white, technically. But, you know, we had our first half white president. And he goes up there and it's like, okay, racism has ended. We could read Dr. Seuss. And now you're getting to the complaint to where some children's illustrations about monsters are actually inappropriate, like people can't make their own judgments, that kids are gonna be scarred and damaged from this while pushing things, like we're seeing right now, the movement to offer free hormones without parental consent to change children's gender, medical procedures, like we are headed in a backward society where we rejected God, we have no standard of truth, and this weird cultic religion is evolving at a pace that it can't keep up with itself. And it's like, this is stupidity, but unfortunately, this is American society right now. Yeah. Um, Justin, I want to get your thoughts on this as well. Uh, would just like to also point out, I believe Mein Kampf you can still purchase on Amazon, I believe. Uh, and also many, many other things that you're like, oh, I'm not. I mean, if we're going to be banning books, 
maybe these other books should be on the list first. I don't personally believe in banning books, but if you're going to go there, right. think there are a little bit more dangerous things than Dr. Seuss. Uh, but uh, here's another book that you can buy, The Gay BCs, a children's book. Uh, to help them learn ABCs. Elijah, you alluded to the uh, the types of things that we are willing to teach our children and then also keep from them. Here is a, uh, a toddler reading his gay BCs. Watch. E is for... Alive. E is for... Bye. C is for... Coming out. D is for... Drag. E is for equality. F is for family. Uh oh, we missed a page. Missing good parenting there. D is for <laughs> gay. H is for hope. Uh, Justin, your thoughts before my head explodes. Oh, that's cringy. It's hard to watch. It's hard to watch. So let me get this straight. We can't read Dr. Seuss because apparently there's not enough white mythical creatures, I mean, black mythical creatures mm -hmm. or whatever in, in these books, but we can read the gay VCs, that's fine. Right. Why do we wanna teach our kids about sex at this age at all? Mm -hmm. I mean, can you imagine having a heterosexual? That's what I was, I was trying to think of what that was for a dildo. Like. I don't know if I said <laughs> on your show, I'm not gonna bleep, but it's like, I, I, they exist, women, some men buy them, but, but it's like, I'm not gonna, teach my kid about that at four no, years old. No, yeah. Well, that's it's creepy. That's, it's so creepy. Like, and then you teach then, your kids about that, right. you know? <laughs> and, then to, and then to videotape it, and then to put it out on social media to show the world mm. how great of a yes. parent you are, it's just so disturbing. It's yeah. so disturbing. And I will say this, because, you know, like people know I'm from Los Angeles. I, you know, had a lot of LGBT friends and people, and some people on the far right are like, how could you be friends with people? I'm like, I worked with a lot of people and I happened to have been at a point where, you know, that old argument of let people do what they want in their bedroom or whatever. I'm like, I was okay with that for most of my life. The only problem is, is that a lot of the militant left-wing ideology is not in the bedroom. It's not behind closed doors. It's actually pushed in our faces and we're required not only to let people do what they want with their families, but to sanction what they do, to uh, sponsor what they do. And if we don't accept that and we're not open to that with our own families, then we're bigots and we're evil and we're against human rights and we're not progressive. And now in some states we're even committing criminal activity by actually rejecting their, their, their humanism. And I think that's why it's like, even with a kid, it's like, if a kid's curious and a kid asks you questions about sex or sexuality or things, fine. As a parent, you do you and f answer your kid. But like, even like, I, even if you go in the LGBT community, people don't really understand bisexuality that well. If, if you, I spent a lot of time on lefty t Instagram. The it's bi the community, yeah, I know my show's really <laughs> weird if you ever watch it. But uh, the bi community doesn't even like know what that is and what that means. And you're going to start like having telling a kid about all these complex sexual ideas and drag. It's like that's just like a fetishization. It's it's a political statement as well. You know, social statement. I mean, what the hell do you think about kids that they would think that a book's racist or that they need to know about bisexuality and drag? It's like, can't we just let kids grow up and develop and give people the freedom to figure out life for themselves? Like. Why do we have to shove agendas down their throats? You know it's for a reason. Yeah.
Amen. All right, we've got uh, more to come. First, we want to thank our sponsor, Keeps. So uh, if you are noticing maybe your hair isn't looking as full as it's used to, as it used to, um, I know losing hair is no fun. And let's face it, a lot of you men, you're not going to go to the doctor for anything. Okay, I'm, I'm going to be sexist, all right, because I'm, I'm a big, giant sexist. Men go to the doctor for nothing. And with Keeps, you don't have to go to the doctor to get uh, the same doctor-recommended FDA-approved hair loss treatment. Okay, Keeps can give it to you, but they offer the generic version, so you are going to save uh, like a ton of money because you're getting the generic versions. And by the way, it's all online. So you can be super lazy at your house, lay in your you know uh, recliner if you have one of those, take a couple pictures of your hair, answer a couple questions, and a licensed doctor is going to review your information and recommend the right hair loss treatment for you, and they are going to ship it directly to your door, which is great for some of you guys who are still locked down because your uh, governors are just tyrannical nut jobs. Uh, you don't have to make any unnecessary trips to the drugstore, to the doctor, whatever. You can do it all from home. We got a special deal to get you started. You can go to keeps.com slash Y for 50% off of your first order. It is keeps.com slash Y. That is five zero half off your first order. You don't want to sleep on this deal. It is keeps.com slash Y. Back in a minute. Andrew Cuomo and the no good, very, very bad, horrible week, month. I don't know. I hope it's a lifetime. Uh, a third woman has come out to accuse Democratic New York Governor Andrew Cuomo of sexual harassment. And uh, there are pictures this time. Uh, Anna Roosh, she is a former Biden 2020 campaign worker. She told The New York Times that the governor made unwanted sexual advances toward her after they met at a wedding in New York City in 2019. And she said that he kissed her without permission, even as she tried to pull away. Uh, it, it, the encounter left her confused, shocked, and embarrassed. Um, you know, it's interesting because I see the media covering this. You know, you see that she told the New York Times all of these things. And it's very, it's almost shocking to see the media cover Andrew Cuomo uh, so heavily when we saw this baby scandal, nursing home scandal, of all of these deaths that he covered up and uh, crickets on that. But now that he has offended women, I don't know. This might be the end of him. Thoughts? I wasn't ask you. I mean, you say I'm a Bible-believing Christian and just, just going to crack your brain here. Yeah. Isn't there something that, like, even not even just outside of the Bible where, like, men are supposed to, like, ask permission or make sure that, like, kisses are warranted and we're not supposed to just, like, grab, like, I don't know, it's like a Christian, non-Christian issue. I mean, you're not supposed to just, like, grab women and, like, yeah. make sexual advances on them. I don't know. I don't just want to clarify. Well, not if you're a governor. Oh, See, then, there's a then governor. it's different. There's a, there's, separate, a there's a separate Bible for governors. Oh, my you know gosh. That? Yeah, there are. And, and for Democrat presidents, not Republicans, right. but Democrat presidents, they get away right. with it, too. See, the th interesting thing about all of this is that Andrew Cuomo who is a horrible person, yes. truly, in yes. every way. Couldn't happen to a better yeah. person. <laughs> yeah. The only reason this is really happening to him is because there is political opportunity for the people yes. on the left yes. who hate him. It's actually not about people on the right. Yeah. It's people on the left. He Isn't has it made, great to see, though? It, well, I mean, it is. I mean, come on. It, it, it watching is. them finally sure. eat their own is great to sure. see. They, Andrew Cuomo has been making enemies of, of everybody mm -hmm. for so long, and now it is finally coming back to haunt him. If Andrew Cuomo was, was beloved, this wouldn't be happening. 
Yeah. They would circle the wagons like they always do, like they did with Joe Biden. Mm-hmm. Does anyone remember? Joe Biden was accused of sexual assault. Mm-hmm. And his own vice president said at one point in time that he thought that she, that she thought that he was guilty. Yeah, she, he, she should be believed. Right, mm-hmm. exactly. Well, she doesn't know a lot of things, including when we bombed Syria. <laughs> I don't even know if Biden knows yeah. what's going on. I don't know who's running our government, and I don't know what's going on, but I know what's happening in New York. And what's actually sad about this is... This is a both a critique on our society as a whole of like that's so sad that things have to get this bad yeah. for the media to just yeah. be semi honest about a situation like we have been talking about this for years people have been talking about Cuomo and what he's doing we knew that he was corrupt he is a grandma killer if you ever heard one it's not because I won't wear your double masks Pete Buttigieg that I'm killing grandma you have a guy who direct Literally. government <laughs> policy led to the deaths of thousands of people and and people are missing people at the dinner table you know the Democrats always do that like. You know, remember Biden in his, his debate, he was like, you're, if you're sitting there and someone's missing, you know, because yes. of the way Trump handled things. It's like, no, literally there are thousands of people missing people at the dinner table because of this guy. And he's out there and it's like, and he didn't care. And if he doesn't care about killing your grandparents, you think he cares about your sexual rights? And you, that's why I don't buy the Democrat stick is that they're always projecting things. Everyone's racist. Everyone's a pervert. Everybody's killing everyone. And it's like, they're doing these things. Mm-hmm. And then they know that they hold the, uh, the power of the establishment and that's what's so sad is like the media's running cover for them. Yeah. And and it it breaks my heart because it's like if you're that person whose grandparent died or you're that girl who's sitting there who's been sexually assaulted by this guy, you are ha- you're powerless and you know that you're not just going against, you know, the courts or justice, you're going against the culture and the society and there are victims out there, thousands of victims that we know of. Who do we not know of that are at the hands of these evil, wicked and corrupt people and they have to be exposed in the light. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, And you have to believe, too, that uh, the New York attorney general who really got to the bottom of the at least the nursing home scandal, you got to believe that we would not have heard about that even if she didn't have higher political aspirations. Because that I mean, that's the report, right, that she only uncovered this because she wants to make Andrew Cuomo look bad because she wants his job. Well, I mean, right. But I'm saying, thank God, I guess that she has higher political aspirations. Otherwise, we would never have heard about all of the nursing home scandal stuff. We all knew it. Yeah. But it would have never come to light the way that it did. So I guess, I, I guess, great. I'm glad that she had higher political aspirations because we know uh, Chris Cuomo wouldn't be covering the story. Uh, Chris Cuomo, who announced, I'm sure you guys are all shocked to hear, after all of his uh, little shticks with his brother last year, the giant Q-top. Oh, oh, I'm sure you can't stick this swab up your nose. Hey, ah, ah. Uh, all of a sudden, I'm sorry. He can't cover Andrew Cuomo because, I mean, like that would be a conflict of interest because it's his brother. Watch. Before we start tonight, uh, let me say something that I'm sure is very obvious to you who watch my show. And thank you for that. You're straight (laughs) with me. I'll be straight with you. Obviously, I'm aware of what's going on with my brother. And obviously, I cannot cover it because he is my brother. Mm. Now, of course, CNN has to cover it. Mm -hmm. They have covered it extensively and they will continue to do so. I have always cared very deeply Mm. about these issues and profoundly so. I just wanted to tell you that there's a lot of news going on that matters also. So let's get after that. 
I am so sure that the five people who watch his show were really, really impressed with his statement. But it's interesting because he, he says, I obviously, I cannot cover him because he's my brother. Like, did he just become his brother yesterday? And he's been covering him and having him on his show <laughs> right, like, for positive PR purposes. This just happened? And also, I would like to say that CNN is basically just like hours straight of bad podcasting. It is not a news station, and they are not extremely good podcast hosts. Uh, unlike us, we actually know we actually like don't take ourselves too seriously. Right. And it's like imagine this: if any other show in the world, any other show, like, what if like my wife killed Biden or something? And I'm like, you're like, hey, so your wife killed Biden? I'm like, I am not allowed to say that because. <laughs> It's my wife, and everyone knows that if you know somebody who committed a crime, <laughs> you are le- it's illegal to talk about, can't it talk about it on your air. Like it's like you know my contract, page twenty-two says if one of your family members does something wrong, you can't say anything. And it's like nobody's there's no rule, there's no there's no idea. This is just straight up covering for Cuomo. It's keeping as minimal press as possible, making an excuse, and it shows you how stupid they think their viewers are mm. that unfortunately the viewers of CNN believe that. Well, I mean, to be fair, I think their viewers are that stupid. <laughs> Justin, yeah, I mean, it's it's the height of hypocrisy, obviously. It's so typical of CNN. I mean, mm-hmm. come on, this is classic CNN. The fact that they even have Chris Cuomo on there, it, it, that he has his own show in prime time while all of these scandals are going on, that he's even talking about COVID-19 in New York, I guess, is a conflict of interest, right? Mm-hmm. And, and if the media had spent even just a tiny little fraction of time looking into all the nursing home deaths that they knew were going on, but they didn't necessarily know the extent of them and why they were happening. If they had investigated them instead of, I don't know, impeaching a president who was on the way out anyway. or Giving Andrew Cuomo an Emmy. Yeah, or giving him an Emmy. How about we just not award people who are doing horrible (laughs) things? Can we do that? Can we just start at that baseline? No, apparently not. Apparently, we have to protect these people all the way up until the very last second when some other Democrat comes up and then has political aspirations Mm -hmm. and then they can just trade them out. I guess that's how this works. And then Chris Cuomo gets to go up there and pretend that he's a real journalist. Does anyone really think Chris Cuomo's a real journalist? I don't Mm -hmm. think anybody in America, even the people who watch Brian Stelter probably does. (laughs) Okay, well. I think he does, actually. Brian Stelter thinks a lot of things. (laughs) (laughs) He looks like a lot of things, too, but we're not... We're not. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, oh my God. we're all just okay. laughing. Isn't that so? Isn't that Good really man. sad? If you're like, yeah. if your reputation is, people say your name and everyone just starts laughing in the room. Like, no <laughs> one has to say anything. We all just know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Brian Seltzer with the giant self own the other day talking about oh, uh, not talking about potatoes, and I'm like, you, but you're the potato, Brian. <laughs> You're a real-life potato. Go to keeps.com slash I'm sorry that they erased your name, yeah. okay? I'm sorry that they took away your gender of Mr. Potato Head. I know you're trying to be a mister. I'm, I'm sorry that they did that, but you don't have to take it out on the rest of us. All right. We've got a lot more to come first. We want to thank our sponsor, Startmail. Uh, I had a conversation with these people last week, so let me tell you about them. Now, free email services. You've probably got like a Gmail account or a Yahoo account, and you're like, this is totally free. I love it. Well, it's not free because you're paying with your privacy. And since those companies have uh, access to literally every email you send and receive, they can sell your data to the highest bidder. You don't want that, okay? Uh, That is why I now trust Startmail to secure my email uh, it makes me feel like I no one's watching me. I don't have these big tech. We talk about big tech all the time on this show. I know a lot of you guys are concerned with big tech. Here is 
one solution to making sure that they don't screw with your information. Now, every email is encrypted, even if the recipient does not use encryption, which is huge. It means big tech cannot read, scan, analyze, or sell your personal information. Okay, Big Brother is not going to be snooping around in your email. They prevent government agencies from spying on you. Uh, it is super cool, kind of like the dragnet operations. All right, start mail means deleted is deleted. You delete an email, it is gone forever. They're using their own servers, by the way. They're not going to be uh, like what happened with Parler, okay? It's not going to happen to Startmail. Uh, they're not using Amazon servers or anyone else who's going to pull the rug out from under them. They are backed by the most stringent privacy laws in the world. Okay, you got to go to startmail.com slash why. It is startmail.com slash why. Sign up now and you will get 50% off of your first year. That is, yes, five zero. We're doing a lot of half-off deals today. Don't miss out. It is startmail.com slash why. 50% off your first year. Startmail.com slash why. Good news if you live in Texas like uh, Elijah and I do. And you're here, Justin. So you should at least care a little bit what's going on here. Governor Abbott finally announced uh, that they will be ending the nation, I'm sorry, the nationwide, the statewide mask mandate, and he will be allowing businesses, allowing the great governor of Texas will like to, would like to let you know he will be allowing you to run and open up your own freaking business. Aren't you lucky? Here's Governor Abbott. So today... I'm issuing a new executive order that rescinds most of the earlier executive orders. Effective next Wednesday, all businesses of any type are allowed to open 100%. That includes any type of entity in Texas. Also, I am ending the statewide mask mandate. Yeah. That's very Texas. Yeah. (laughs) Suck it, all you mask Nazis. All right? We're not wearing masks anymore. Not that I was in the first place. Uh, But I I do think it is important for people to remember. Now, at first I was like, oh, my gosh, I'm so excited. I'm so grateful. And then I was like, no, I'm still mad. Okay, I'm still mad because this is great. It's a good step in the right direction, but it never should have happened to begin with. And I know you can't expect a politician to apologize and say, actually, we made the wrong decision. They're not going to do that. But it would have been nice for him to at least acknowledge that this was wrong and it should have never happened. I know he's not going to. This was, this was but a- now it's like, oh, thank you, my benevolent dictator, for allowing yeah. me to uncover my face and allowing <laughs> me to open my business back up so that I can make money to feed my family. Thank you so so much. May I please have another? Sorry about the power outages. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, we'll just, for sure. Like, it was like, <laughs> oh, it's such they a... They yes. had good PR so bad. Yes. It was like, I know like you're like, there was <laughs> dog no, there was died. No. Yeah. I know your dog died, but you don't have to wear a mask in Target anymore. Right. Like, that, but, right. And also, by the way, I will say this, because of the wokeness, I would highly doubt if the counties like Tarrant, these woke counties and and Dallas don't make countywide mask mandates. Oh, Clay Jenkins and, is keeping his, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and I was gonna say, and then I know that on top of that, stores where their signs said, because of a statewide mandate, are going to just change that to a county or citywide mandate, and we're gonna have masks because the corporations are not on the side of the people. Mm. So like, I'm stoked because I can like flip off people who tell me to wear a mask, Yeah. but I've already been doing that maybe, but, <laughs> but, but, maybe. but also, but also too, because God exists, and I shouldn't be doing that. Uh, 
I would like at least now we're moving in the right direction where businesses yeah. have the right to mandate yes. what happens in their businesses, not the government. Yeah. yeah. Well, what's what's crazy about this to me is, you know, there's only about 10% of the population or something like that, probably less in Texas, that has actually received, been fully vaccinated, right? So what I'm wondering is, if you look at the numbers of the COVID-19 numbers for deaths and all these other things, back when these mask mandates were first rolled out, back mm -hmm. when they first started shutting all these businesses down, I mean, really, have things improved by all that much? They, well, and here's the thing, though. He, no, I, well, I don't have the numbers in front of me, but, but that was where he was able to escape that, is that he never gave us a metric. He never said, once yeah. we reach this number of cases or this number of hospitalizations right. or this number of deaths, he just said, well, here it is. Yeah. The thing, and, you, and we had no we had no way to claw ourselves right. out of the it. The thing that drives me crazy about this is they shut down all these businesses, right, based on, as you said, no standardized yeah. metrics at all, no metrics for when we're reopening right. then all of a sudden you're right there's a huge political catastrophe and then you're like you know what let's open everything <laughs> back up again it's like well wait a minute i thought we had a moral imperative right. to keep everything right. closed forever until yeah. covid disappears forever and yet that didn't happen so why did we shut the economy down and destroy all the businesses then yeah there's literally right. not a single ounce of science behind any of the decision making right. that's going on yet they're destroying people's lives i mean we shouldn't be applauding yes. we should be like what? Yes. What, what the? Like you, like yeah. the guy, like the guy who threw the shoe at, <laughs> at, at George Bush. <laughs> I have a there needed shoes. to be one of those. I know. I need, one of, I need one of your high stilettos. And just <laughs> yes. No, that actually could be considered a yeah. deadly weapon. You may want to be yeah, careful. Yeah, you that. never. Well, all I'm going to say is that it's it's taking the clown pill here is just sitting back and laughing at being allowed to live because yeah. the government said you could laughing at the fact that people are not more pissed than they should be and also laughing at when the government looks at things like the capital riots and goes how did this happen is it because people are full of hate is it because people are just they're queuing on conspiracy theorists you're like no it's because people effing hate you guys yeah. and actually like i can't believe it was like people wanted to kill me and which is Terrible, right? I mean, like, I'm not, I don't want her to die. I don't want any violence to happen to these people. But it's like, you're shocked that people want to kill you? I, I make an off-color joke about a transgender person and people wish me death threats. Yeah. You ruin people's lives and cause people and their families to commit suicide at a higher rate than anybody in the world. You also are making kids m kill themselves. Mm -hmm. People want, don't want worse than death. And in the history of the world, people have done very bad things to politicians who did things like this. And no, I am not stoking fear. I'm not asking people to do these things. No, I I'm think not, you're going to get impeached. Like, I'm, yeah, I'm not, I'm not wanting, I'm not, I'm not telling people to go commit violence. I'm just saying... The F has gone on with the dumbing down the complacency of our culture to where we're like applauding the government yeah. of like, thanks for also just like doing what you should have been doing in the beginning. Right. Yeah. I mean, don't forget that, guys. It's uh, it's great. I'm glad to hear it from Abbott. I right. think it was a long time coming. He obviously should have done it a long time ago. But again, this should have never happened in the freaking first place. Elijah, you really think that, that I, see, because I, I tend to think that there are a lot of mom and pop shops, at least, who, if they had the like very small sign in the door that they ha kind of had as a CYA, and it said, well, the governor is making us do this, that they'll just kind of take that sign off and let people, w like, wear a mask and go out if you're scared. If you're people not scared, don't wear a freaking, it's like, it's the most common sense, logical thing in the entire world. I, every time Governor Abbott tweeted, I would say, all I said to him was, end the, end the mask mandate. I'm sure it was very annoying. But <laughs> I would always have people respond to me and say, stay home. And I'm like, 
I'm not the one who's scared. Why should I stay home? It is reasonable that if you are the one who is scared of a communicable disease or virus that is communicated through people with germs, then maybe you should stay home. Like, it just doesn't compute to me how people don't understand that that's logical. Yeah, and where's the, where's the scientific evidence that shows that the mask mandates have stopped the spread of the virus? Look at freaking California. Exactly. Look at, look at New York. I mean, where have, when, when has it worked? Show me any evidence of that, of it actually working. We're constantly being told, those of us on the right who don't believe that, you know, we are facing an existential yeah. crisis, the world's going to end from climate change and things like that, that we are science deniers. Yes, yes, but then show me the science to back up destroying all these people's lives. They have absolutely none. They're not being consistent. And they don't really seem to care. He could have at least apologized. Yeah, yeah I know he, I know he's not going to do he, I get know, it. He, no, but he could, but if he that. had, then I would be saying something totally different. I, I can respect making mistakes mm-hmm. and then owning up to them, but they're totally unwilling to do that. It's just, yeah, we it's should just all like, be Congratulations, guys. Yeah. You're welcome. But right. honestly, if I had to suffer with four days with no heat and an $8,000 vet bill because the cold almost killed my dog and I didn't know it was going to be that high, I would probably pay $8,000 to just like in taxes just to like end this mandate. Would government. you? I was like, if everyone pays $8,000 to end this, I'd be like, look, I hate the government, but I will do this right now. Maybe I'm a little cucked, but, <laughs> I, but, I, but I, would, I hate masks with a passion. And I see people in Texas that I don't, I know that my friend just moved here from, from Detroit, uh, John Doyle. He's a creator. He's awesome. You check out a show, Heck Off Commie. But he also was like, came here and he like would get into a, a store and he'd put on his mask. I'd be like, bro, stop being a little B-I-T-C-H. And yeah. he'd be like, I'm literally cucked out from being in Detroit because he, he told me that it was so bad there that if you were outside not wearing one, that people would like reprimand you. Shut up. Yeah, no, real, real oh, talk. Yeah. And so I'm like going, dude, in Texas, people here don't want to be wearing them. You even see people like even that are working. It's like, it's like yeah. the Covini, right? The yeah. little face bikini thing. And they're like it's here and it's just like a little strip that's floss over their lips <laughs> nobody wanted this and nobody cared i went into to uh domino's to order pizza and half the workers weren't wearing masks there was a lot of people nobody was mad so i'm glad he finally did it yeah amen all right we've got more to come we got to take a break back in a minute reality though i'm not even joking well no The Biden administration will not allow reporters to tour uh, their juvenile detention facilities now that they're, you know, they're housing unaccompanied minors. They've got kids in cages. Uh, You know, Jen Psaki, uh, Jen Psaki is not is uh, telling us that we're not having any. They're all unaccompanied minors. All right. We're not ripping children from their parents arms, literally ripping children from their parents arms and putting them in concentration camps like AOC said that President Trump was doing uh, well. The reporters can't actually see that for themselves because they're not allowed to tour the migrant detention facilities because, well, I mean, there's covid. There's a big COVID problem. And I mean, now the administration may be allowing uh, illegal immigrants into our state here in Texas and other border uh, states without a COVID test. So, hey, they may be spreading COVID once they get into the community, but they will not, will not risk 
having a COVID outbreak in the facilities. I'm sorry, reporters, you just can't get in. Yeah, I was going to say it's like all sorts of risk. They could get tuberculosis, and we don't want that happening either. We only want that happening in our cities, not in the migrant facilities. I, I pulled up this article here that just came out from Washington Examiner that the uh, Border Patrol anticipates 117,000 children will arrive at the U.S.-Mexico border without a parent or guardian in 2021. That is nearly double the 68,000 taken into custody during the 2014 surge. So they're expecting double of the highest rate that we have recorded of unaccompanied children coming. That shows you, number one, the absolute failure of this administration, which is not even a real administration, and I can say that unapologetically. But also, too, this shows you the sort of deeper globalist plan to restructure and change the United States, but also the dilemma that we have that Trump, I'm just going to say, is vindicated. Trump did yep. nothing wrong. We knew that, but these, I have so always want to say bad words on your show and I can't <laughs> say it, but it's like. I made that mistake last week. I know, so it's like, it's like uh, these sons of just terrible people yes. are out there and they are you're committing atrocities and they know what's coming. That's why they're not allowing tours because it's about to get nasty in those mm -hmm. facilities. 117,000 kids in a, and they made us shut down a bunch of different facilities. Yeah. These kids are going to be crammed in like yes. sardines. They're going to be processed like dogs and their Biden administration cannot let these human rights abuses be seen by reporters. And I'm telling you, there are going to be human rights abuses. This amount of kids, math, a few facilities, it's going to be disgusting. It, I mean, I'm predicting kids in their own feces. Like, I mean, this is bad. And, and I, I have, I'm afraid that that's where we're at in our country, that things are getting worse, but the media is not, and they're not pushing to see it. The media is not going to fight back on this. Maybe I should, I'm not going to say what I'm about to say, but maybe I should get some pictures from inside one of those facilities. Mm. Legally. Yes. <laughs> I mean, think about how insane the hypocrisy is of this. I mean, I flew here from across the country yeah. in a in a giant metal tube, 20,000 feet above the earth with 150 people. We're all sitting right next to each other. There's only little paper masks covering our faces to save us. But one reporter with a camera can't walk into this facility. I mean, that was fine. Me being mm -hmm. in the, you know, that's totally fine. But you can't have one reporter. Why can't we send one? Can we send in one of those little robotic drones? Yo, the dogs <laughs> yeah, from New like, York. Yeah, let's do the dogs. Can we do the dog thing? Did, Just did strap a camera on it. <laughs> right. Strap a camera on it, send it in, and then can we look? A drone, yeah, you I fly mean, on your phone. It's like, it's, look it's, through. Can we have, I mean, I just, this is so ludicrous. Yeah. And in, in a world where you have a Republican president, this would never in a billion years be tolerated but because we have a democrat in office the media is going to you know they'll whine about it a little bit but are they going to have uh, aoc down there posing crying or bawling her eyes out bound at some you she know she wasted all of her tears uh, during the Trump administration she, she has no she more did. tears to cry there's no more tears i mean is is, is that going to happen no of course not of yeah. course not they're going to get away with this and i think you're right i think you're absolutely right many of the facilities that we have now that the left is so upset about were built under the obama administration when they had giant surges that are not even as large, potentially, as the surge that we might 50 see. 50% less. Right. right. And so what is going to happen when we have 100,000 kids show up? It's going to be a disaster. Which brings me to the question, you know, when it, it's happening under President Trump and you're like, well, yeah, when you have a giant influx that you're not expecting and you don't have the facilities to house them, you have to set up temporary facilities and they are going to not be perfect. Like that is just the logical uh, situation that you are faced with. I don't really want to give him a pass, though. 
I don't want to give this man a pass. I don't want I don't want to give him the same pass that I would give someone else because they are so dishonest about it. Because Joe Biden, his entire administration, all of these people sat back and called President Trump all the different names in the book. He's Nazi. He's Hitler. He's this. He's that for doing something that we're like, yeah, he, like the, you have you have to set up something, and it's you, like you can't build an entire facility that is perfect and has air conditioning and all these other things in like two days. Um, I, I don't I don't want to give them I don't want to give them the benefit of the doubt. Am I wrong? Biden is not running the United States. He is not, and neither is Kamala. The United States is not uh, in ways. I'll just say this up front. The deep state is definitely in control of the country, and they are using, and people always ask what deep state is, and just to clarify, these are non-elected bureaucrats who remain in office after elections that work in the long-term interests. Uh, And I'm gonna say this, with these kids, Nobody cares about these kids, and we've got to really prepare for what's coming. We've got to hold the government accountable. And if you're on social media, share this episode. Let people know this. Let people tell people about what's going on. Bring them onto this show, and please prepare them for what's ahead, because it's going to be crazy, and if you don't do it, no one else will. All right, back in a minute. Look at you. This is where you got to just tell people to watch your show. Yeah. <laughs> Don't forget to to go to wherever you get your audio podcasts, subscribe, rate, and review the news and why it matters. That will allow more people to be able to find this podcast and get the news and why it matters. Also, you might see your review read live on air. We've got one today from K for Christ. uh, Says, love it. Love to watch on YouTube and catch the podcast when I can't watch. Love that we're all in Texas. So I have a feeling, K, that you too are uh, going to be very excited about removing the diaper from your face and enjoying the oxygen that, as it turns out, is really good for all of us to breathe. Uh, So make sure that you guys get your reviews in. You could see it live on air. Uh, Don't forget to check out Elijah's Elijah's show, Slightly Offensive, on Blaze TV and on YouTube. And find Justin at the Heartland Institute. Thanks for watching. CIA. Thanks for listening to the news and why it matters. We hope you enjoyed the podcast. If you'd like to watch the program, become a Blaze TV subscriber and start your free trial now at blazetv.com.